This week's Four Questions Journalist Spotlight is brought to you by Lefts Atlanta Media, Atlanta's best journalist database. Subscribe at leftsatlantamedia.com. Good morning and welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We are here today, morning, morning, noon, evening, and afternoon, whichever time you're watching this, uh, with Chris Chandler with WSB Radio. Good. Hi, folks. Thank good you, morning. <laughs> it's it's uh, It's morning for Chris. It is. And see, he doesn't have to be there at the crack of, of anything. I burn the midday oil and the afternoon oil instead of the midnight oil. We much prefer. <laughs> so, Chris, so let's let's start with, I guess let's start with uh, what what is your job there at WSB Radio? And then, and then I want to talk a little bit about your background and what kind of brought you to this to this place. Okay, sure. I am the I am the afternoon uh, news anchor here at WSB. I am uh, I do. On the hour and the half hour newscast from two until six thirty in the evening, and I am the anchor of a program. Called, well, no, you know what? They just changed the name last week. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram, uh, which starts at four o'clock now. So I'm on with him, and then I do uh, I anchor most of our election coverage, pandemic coverage, plane crashes, terrorism attacks, capital insurrections, all that kind of thing. All that fun stuff. Yes. Said, who wants to do that? Chandler's going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> got, got a disaster, Chris Chandler. There we go. Oh, my name. Um, so, so give me a little. I, I know this, but other people may not know. Give me your background about you know, where you were before you were at uh, WSB Radio. You know what? All, all I ever wanted to do was uh, do radio from when I was a, a little boy laying in bed at night, uh, you know, after bedtime, listening to the St. Louis Cardinals baseball games and Larry King and all of that. Uh, you know, back back in the day when you could it was all a.m. and you could pick up Philadelphia and Chicago and Cuba, you know, laying in the bed at night. It's all I ever wanted to do. And I have been. Uh, lucky enough not only to be able to do it, but to sustain it over a period of years as the industry has, has changed and changed and changed. I started out uh, working in the little station in my hometown in Martin, Tennessee. I was the program director there, and it was it was big fun to be big cheese in the little town. You know, um, anybody in broadcasting will tell you that, that small market uh, bosses and owners are generally – nutty tyrants i think that's universal <laughs> also do everything you know so you you know you're always grateful so i went from there uh, to a slightly bigger market in kentucky paducah kentucky and switched over to doing news and we had an afternoon talk show there and then i worked for several years at the whas radio in louisville which is more or less the wsb of louisville it's the big heritage news talk station there Love Louisville, loved it. I would have stayed there forever if not for uh, True Love and CNN, Britain, Atlanta. I worked, I got a job then as, as an anchor and editor at the CNN radio network here in Atlanta in 2006. Um, it does, the network doesn't exist anymore, which partly explains how I ended up here. I, I jumped uh, before I got tossed overboard, as, as so many of my colleagues did there at CNN radio, and this is my 12th year now at WSB. I came here in 2009. This is by far the longest I've ever held one job in the radio industry. By so far. far. So far, so good. Huh? <laughs> yes. Well, I, too, am a, 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 a former Turner uh, victim right. of, uh, of, of the layoffs, too. <laughs> I see what 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 time was I? What, I'm trying to think. I I was invited to clean up my desk in 2002, <laughs> as I recall. 
<clears throat> and it was nice because they had a, a young woman from HR who, you know, helped me find my car on the way out. I, she didn't help me carry boxes, but you know, she you don't, she you don't stood need there, to yeah, <laughs> stood there and watched why I made and made extra chips just for just to mess with her a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't carry this all at once. I've got to go back two or three times. <laughs> we um, I was I was I was lucky. This this job came open. WSB is such that. Um, is such a heritage place and a desirable place to be that somebody literally has to uh, retire or pass away before there's an opening, you know? So this, this job opened up um, and I was, I was lucky, lucky to snag. And we actually have several of my old uh, CNN friends here working at various times of the day. So in, in a way it's just like the old days. So are you getting more people back in the studio now as, as vaccinations happen? Slowly. So we had for nine or 10 months starting just about this time last year, uh, essential you know essential is real close to expendable right uh they left only the <laughs> air people inside all the office people the business people the sales people everybody was gone so there were for nine or ten months literally maybe maybe eight people running four stations here in the daytime and uh, they let a few people come back around christmas but the cases spiked again and so they booted everybody out again and just in this last couple of weeks, they have some more people who come in. Scott Slade has come back in for the first time, <clears throat> excuse me, in a year. Uh, Eric Von Hessler and some of his crew have come back in for the first time in a year. And some of the office people are, they alternate days, so they're not here at the same time. So it's like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday. It's so funny, though, to see these people. It's like last week you saw them, but it's been a year. You know, look, a few yeah, more great. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like no time has passed. It's nice. Well, it's funny because you, you've seen people on Zoom, but the, the, the seeing right. people in person is a, is yeah. a different thing. So bef but before I forget, and sometimes I forget yeah. these things, I want to just run through the, the new revised schedule. And I'm pointing this way, which looks funny, sure. but I'm looking at another screen here. So you got you got the Van Hessler Doctrine from 9 to noon. We have Eric Erickson from noon to 3. We have Mr. Hannity, let's see, 3 to 4, and then 7 to 9. So he's got a split shift there. And then you got – Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram, hosted by – oh, Mark Aram. It's because it's in the name. There you go. He's weekdays from, from 4 to 7, and, and you got to bug Mark because I'm trying to get him to do one of these too. So bug Mark and say you should do this. Too. And then he got uh, – let's see. So And then Word on the Street from 9 to midnight. So what's 7 to 9? Is that you got reruns or something from – oh, okay. oh, that's Hannity again. That's, right. the, that's the, the second two-thirds of Hannity. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There we go. All right. So I've, I've, I've done my duty. Yeah, last week was the first week of the schedule. It's going swimmingly so far. <clears throat> very good, very good. So, you know, one of the things that people ask me sometimes is, <clears throat> you know, when you've, you've got radio people who, you know, do the on the hour things and uh, kind of news news inserts and briefs and whatnot, people are like, well, what do they do all day? And it seems like all you know, all they do is go on the air for like yeah. two minutes. I mean, I want that job, but yes. obviously, there's a lot more that goes into it to to make that two minutes happen, right? If only it was that glamorous, right? <laughs> For the anchors, most of the work is is writing. You know, I do I do ten newscasts a day, and you want each one to be different. And of course, things happen during the day, and they're of different lengths. And you're talking to different audiences. The people listening to Hannity are not the same people listening to Mark Aram. You know, so you try to tailor it a little bit that way. And uh, probably I say seventy five percent of the work for the anchors is is the writing and. Uh, once you do it, it's gone in five minutes on the air, and you basically <laughs> over and over again, and it's it's a cycle like that. That's why the breaking news stuff is so much fun because um, you know there's no scripts and there's no time to write anything, and it's new and different and sort of by the seat of your pants. I enjoy both. Yeah, so you're doing a I know you do a combination of <clears throat> taping interviews and 
people, you know, the recorded interviews are putting people on, and then, and then sometimes you'll have somebody who's like, you know, come on live with me at, uh, you know, 202 and right. tell me live what's what you're seeing out there right now kind of thing. Right. And that's fun, too. That's always when it's fun because you never know. You never know. This this job is you go in one morning and you can be bored out of your mind, you know, at the end of the day, or you go in in the morning and the world could have changed. You never know. That's part of that's part of the thrill of it. You just don't. I don't think the bored out of your mind stuff happens very often lately, does it? No. Not <laughs> you what, once the election calmed down and once COVID has started looking better and we're back to uh, random carjackings and things, I forgot what it's like to look at YouTube videos late in the afternoon. <laughs> Funny. Shh, don't, 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 tell, don't tell the boss that. I forgot. <laughs> so what's are – there, are there, and, and I know radio tends to be a here's what's happening today kind of, kind of medium, but I know you guys do do – some specials and some planning uh, for things that that are kind of bigger pictures, you know, maybe be it a, a COVID special or an election special. Do you have any any of those kinds of specials that are that are coming up that you want to talk about? It just depends on events. We'll we'll probably do something around Biden's hundredth day, which is coming up, and we may do something COVID. We got some hint that uh, a huge part of the last restrictions are going to be lifted. We may do something around that, uh, but otherwise. <laughs> All that stuff is dictated by by current events, and so we'll have to see. Right, and obviously, uh, you know, Friday's schedule went out the out the window, so to speak. It did. The, the, the weather there, right? <laughs> it did indeed. <laughs> um, all right, so let's let's talk uh, <clears throat> let's talk kind of fun things about Chris Chandler that people probably don't know. Uh, so uh, this this is often the hardest question for people. I will ask folks, you know, what's I used to say, what's cool about you? And people say, yeah. ah, there's nothing cool about me. So I've kind of revised the question a little bit. Said, you know, what's, what's something, what's a, something fun, a hobby, a, you know, something you've taken up during the pandemic, something that a talent that people would, would not think, yeah, Chris Chandler's a, he does, he does broadsword fighting at, in, in cosplay <laughs> at, uh, at, uh, at Dragon Con every year. I, did, I wouldn't have thought that. Not even you and I had this discussion last week. I couldn't think of a single thing cool. <laughs> My husband and he couldn't either so it was very depressing all weekend very depressing i am um i think what a lot of the radio listeners may not know is that i am a semi-professional uh, pianist kind of at the same time i don't want to say on the side because it takes a lot of time and it's, it's very important to me um i i uh, go around on the weekends and do church services and weddings and parties the wedding and party concession obviously has gone by the wayside in the last year, but it's like a whole uh, second life that a lot of people who, who hear us on the radio don't know much about. And radio people are impressed that I can play piano and the musicians are impressed that I'm on the radio. So as long as we keep them all mildly impressed, I think I, we can claim. So key, <coughs> keyboards with the Rolling Stones, is that in your future? Uh, not quite my style. A little, a little, a little fancier and deeper than that. All but right, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, it's it's been really really hard for my uh, full time or freelance musician friends this last year. And yeah, gigs just dried up. You know, I'm I'm really lucky to have not ever gone for that full time. Fortunate because it's been really rough for those guys. D- does that seem to be picking up at all yet? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's you know yeah. people speak ceremonies here and there and or have things outside and uh, churches have started to let more people in and that kind of thing. So I I would think by summer. It will have done, and and a lot a lot of my friends are uh, music teachers in schools, you know, and uh, conducting on Zoom is not really not your way, and they're getting back in too. So it's like everything else; it's it's inching back. I think, I think the you know part of the issue with 
with uh, Zoom and streaming services like this is a little bit of the time sink. Yeah, the little tiny delay, right? Right, yeah. right. So if you're if you're going okay, percussion and you know percussion says gets it a half <laughs> second later, and then you go to okay, okay, flutes. Right, it's it, not. You're you're just, you're just off a little bit, and I've I've seen some software that kind of tries to I guess sync it a little bit better, so it's it's not quite so bad. But um, we have too, and you may have had the same thing. You know, last we do these special shows, political or COVID, with with six or eight people crammed into the crammed into two studios, and suddenly nobody was here. I was the only one here, and it was a learning curve not to just completely talk over each other and sound, you know, rude and pushy and so forth. We finally got a rhythm, but it was a real difference, real difference. Yeah. Well, you know, Zoom has that raise your hand feature, but you know, that, <laughs> that takes a little bit of, of getting used to, and it takes a moderator who knows to, to watch for that kind of thing. Um, all right. So, so the lightning round here. So, uh, round, lightning round, lightning round. You ready? You ready? Okay. I'm you, don't have to give, no, you don't have to give long answers here, but last book that you read. Uh, it was a book about uh, advertising and uh, popular radio programs of the 30s and 40s. Oh, very good. And and I and I'll, I'll digress and say that you you do a little bit of radio history too, right? I do, yeah. It's it's complete nerdiness. I have a I have a sizable collection of old radio newscasts. I'm sort of the semi official archivist here. That's a hobby. It's it's a very geeky hobby, but it it's an enjoyable one too. Yeah, I think I, I remember Mike Cavanaugh years ago used to kind of do that for WSB. Uh, but you know, it's radio. Obviously, is one of the one of the first mediums. So it's it, it's great to keep up with that. Okay, favorite Atlanta restaurant. Uh, we are partial to Steamhouse Lounge uh, Oyster Night. On it's a, it's not. I won't say dive, but it's not fancy down on Eleventh Street. We love it. Uh, I used to go there in Buckhead all the time. When yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, love that place. I haven't been there in a long time. All right, favorite guilty pleasure. Uh, Days of our lives. Ah, good, good one, yeah. good one. All right, favorite local getaway. Oh, local getaway. Ooh. And, and you could, you know, if it's somewhere in Georgia, that that's it. Yeah, that's okay. Where do you like to we, go where it's a little quieter? We Jekyll Island whenever we can. I, it's, 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 it's homey and folksy, and you can take the dog. Yep. Okay. Favorite non-work hobby? Uh, I would say the old radio stuff that you just mentioned. That, right. that takes a lot of time, and uh, it's, uh, it's very popular in my house when I blare things from 1930. They love it. They love it. Is there a? Do you have that on a, a website or something where where people can go find that kind of some of that old info? Some of it is, and I wrote a, a section of WSB history, probably still on the website for the the 90th anniversary. We're about to have the 100th anniversary <laughs> next. Imagine that. Uh, I have some stuff up online uh, with the old radio stuff is difficult because the minute you post anything, the pirates take it and sell it. So it's it's uh, really yeah yeah interesting. A lot okay. of it's a lot behind the scenes and under the table. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, there, there's a market for reselling that. That's interesting. You'd, you'd be shocked. You'd be absolutely shocked. <laughs> but but they sell the MP3s for 99 cents. But if you're a, a, a trader or a collector, yeah. once it's out, it's worthless as currency. So very interesting. I, yes. I, okay, I, I've learned something new today, which which is the purpose of this is to learn something yeah. new. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, you know, just just kind of a background for the for folks about other aspects of the station. So, let's see. So, other folks on the team. So, you got Chris Camp, who's the news director, right? And, and Chris is you know on air fairly often. You know, some some news directors you never never see or or hear, but Chris is is on air fairly often. And he is one of the longest time without a haircut 
WSB Newsroom Award. He he got in the ponytail phase. It got so long. Did he so. really? Because his hair was always his hair was always pretty long anyway. Yeah, it's it's extra long now. Extra right. long. Look stylish. <laughs> and uh, let's see. So, morning show. Scott Slade is the host of Atlanta's Morning News. Next year will be his thirtieth year as the host of Atlanta's Morning News, which is incredible. <clears throat> uh, there are total when you add the traffic and the local meteorologist and 10 people on that show which is in this day and age i don't know if people in atlanta really realize how incredible that is and how fortunate we are to be able to still uh, mount something like that in, in these yeah. times right it's a it's a rare thing yeah uh, and he's with uh, jed higginbotham and uh rc williams Marcy williams and uh michelle wright and bill caiaccio and uh kirk mellish does the weather and mark mckay flies in the copter mark aram ashley frasca uh, I think there's, I'll get in trouble. Usually somebody else in there with those guys. So yeah, it's a whole crew. Who am I forgetting? Caiaccio. Let's see, you got Edgar Tragitz and uh, Jennifer yep. Griffey is in the, in the Eric, evenings. Eric, you're with me. Yes, indeed. Yep. Yep. Yes. Uh, and, and Veronica Waters and Sabrina in the yep. midday. Sabrina does midday and Veronica is a uh, reporter. She, uh, they booted out all of the uh, field reporters from the building too. He's in the <laughs> east of Oh, until until further notice, and <laughs> it airs the floods and all those. Uh, who are forgetting? Uh, sports, oh. sports. Uh, Jay Black does our sports. Jay Black can't forget Jay. He runs the station. Sandra Parrish is our state capital reporter. She is. I heard somebody call her the dean of state capital reporters. I'm not sure how flattering that is because it implies you're 75 years old, right? <laughs> and a guy. <laughs> he is very yeah right. He's very experienced in that, and it's a, a great asset to the uh, the news on this station because she not only knows what she's talking about but she's been doing it a long time and knows the history right right and then um and then you got some couple of weekend weekend feature kind of shows with belinda skelton right yep all those things dave baker does the home fix yep. it show Belinda skelton does the uh the lifestyle thing uh, we've got a couple money shows um <clears throat> and um robin walensky and cheryl castro and jennifer perry do the news on the weekends and, um, yeah, that, that kind of Scott Slade does a Atlanta's morning news Sunday, which has longer pieces and featurey thing. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you reminded me of that because that's, that's a great show. And, and, yeah. you know, during the week when you're running crazy and doing kind of quick short hits, Scott often takes those long, those, those longer interviews and does 10 minutes or 15 minutes conversation where you get a lot more in depth and, and that's, he, he does a good job of kind of getting that on the website so you can, you know, if you're not up at eight o'clock on a Sunday morning, you can you can find it uh, find it late. And of course, Ashley Frasca with uh, the Green and Growing Show on yep. uh, on Saturday like mornings, early in the morning. Early in the morning, yeah, early. yeah. yeah what she start? Is, is it eight o'clock? Is that when she starts? Something like that. Or is it seven. That's baseball cap time at that hour on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, no, she's doing great with that show. I, I I like listening to that one too. All right. Um, Anything we haven't talked about about what you do at the station that that would be uh, kind of useful? I, I guess I know you guys get you know people will sometimes think who who's a good person to pitch stories to, and right. you know my experience with WSB is anyone and everyone is usually good to pitch stories to. Yeah, anybody who's here, uh, Chris Camp, the news director, gets all of the. <clears throat> uh, it's usually best to try. Uh, one of the field reporters, because they may be looking for something like urgently that day, Veronica or Sandra uh, or Michelle um, or Edgar, they might they might try. But really, we have 
everybody's in one big bullpen out here. So really, whoever you get can help you out or, or point you to somebody. Yeah, and I guess we should mention Sabrina has covered health news for yeah. forever. Like, so Sabrina, health, yeah. uh, Sabrina broke the Ebola story in the entire world a couple of years ago. That's her. That's her probably greatest claim to fame. It's real. <laughs> and uh, and Veronica does a lot of legal legal reporting, so that she's she good for that. There's been no trials for a year. She really misses being in court. Yeah, I think she's been doing. Uh, I think she's doing. Um, some weather, a lot of weather reporting uh, on yep. on Friday too. She called me Friday afternoon with another request. Yeah. Um, Edgar, I find always is good. You know, if you got a story that's kind of breaking or evolving in the evening, yep. he's good for that kind of thing. And and Jennifer as well for that. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Amanda Moyer, she's on morning producing in the morning, right? Yeah, she's our assistant news director, and she produces Atlanta's morning news. If you want to try to find her, wait till the morning news is over because you might get your your head bitten off otherwise. I or, understand. Or before, you know, if you want to yeah. you know, call her, you know, one or two in the morning, right? Right, right. <laughs> um, let's see. I, I think that like that kind of covers this, doesn't it? I think that's uh, we, we we've hit hit all the WSP buttons, and I'm looking at my notes here, and I think we've we've covered it all. Fantastic. Um, excellent. Well, we've been talking with uh, Chris Chandler, WSB Radio. Nice to talk with you. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Appreciate you taking the time and. Uh, Everyone else, please join us next week for another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight.